listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, July 1st, 2015. Upcoming events, the Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. Struggling to find meaning, purpose, and satisfaction in life? The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar will equip you with tools and a methodology for discerning your divinely ordained life purpose. The next seminar is tentatively scheduled for the fall of 2015. In the meantime, you can purchase the recording of this teaching at strategieswork.com. The Strategic Life Alignment Alumni Event The SLA Alumni Event is exclusively for alumni of the SLA Seminar and is designed to accelerate the process of discovering your life purpose. The topic for the 2015 Alumni Event will be Capability. The event will be held July 17th through 18th, 2015 in Dallas. Alumni events are recorded and available on the website at strategieswork.com. The webinar, Keys to a Successful Career. If you missed this webinar, you can still get the recording. Discover biblical insight into how to plan and execute a successful career. Visit strategieswork.com for more information. Beyond Babel Training, Business, Money, Technology, and the Kingdom of God. What do business, money, and technology have to do with the kingdom of God? The pedestrian assumption is that there is no connection. Business, money, and technology are matters of the material world. The kingdom of God is a matter of the spirit world, which has little, if anything, to do with the material world. If this assumption is wrong and God cares about the material world, then how do business, money, and technology connect to the kingdom of God? The recording of this training will be available in the store soon at strategieswork.com. These are challenging economic times. There is much fear in the world. Now more than ever, people need to understand the power of building their lives on Christ. Only faith in Christ can provide sustained victory over fear. If you need help learning how to walk with Christ, Strategies at Work has consultants in various parts of the world. Please see the website strategieswork.com for contact information. And now, Dr. Chester brings us the message titled, The Philosophy of Business. In last month's gleanings, I began a discussion of the relationship between business and the kingdom of God by discussing the authority to conduct business. This month, I want to address the philosophy of business. Several years ago, a lady contacted me wanting to explore becoming an affiliate consultant for my company. In the communication, she laid out her credentials and touted her business philosophy based on the commonly hyped term, best practices. I sensed that her definition of best practices was the conventional understanding, namely, using empirical studies to determine the practices that maximize financial profit. I responded by noting that my consulting philosophy is not based on the pedestrian idea of best practices. Furthermore, I explained that my definition of best practices is based on principles that promote the best alignment with the will and ways of God. Sadly, I never heard from her again. This interchange illustrates a challenge in managing organizations today. That is, how to determine the right managing principles. The pedestrian approach to business seems to focus on maximizing profit, which is based on the assumption that financial profit is the measure of success. But what if financial profit is not the measure of success? You might find this question surprising. After all, don't organizations exist to maximize profit? And don't people work to make money? Well, it is true that organizations and individuals must make a profit to be viable. 
This doesn't mean that money or profit is the measure of success. But if money is not the measure of success, then what is? In today's business environment, people work as if they will never die. But it is self-evident that all of us will die. Therefore, it is incumbent on us not to limit our definition of success based on this existence. We must define success based on what transcends this life. This can be problematic for atheists. For atheists, there is no existence after death. The only life is here and now. Therefore, for an atheist, the old adage, eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow you die, is most apropos. Consequently, success for an atheist is defined in terms of maximizing fun, pleasure, comfort, and convenience in this existence, which all seems to require money. Therefore, atheists tend to embrace a philosophy of business based on maximizing financial profit. For a theist who believes that life transcends his existence, the atheistic view of success should be dissatisfying. A Christian worldview embraces a concept of the next existence. John 17.3 reveals that one can begin to experience the next existence in this present existence by growing in the cognitive and relational knowledge of God. John 17.4 then provides a definition of success, namely, to perform the work that God has sovereignly ordained for you to do in this existence. For a Christian, success must provide value both in this existence and in the next. The Apostle Paul explained that what has value both in this life and the next is godliness. That is alignment with the will and ways of God. See 1 Timothy 4 verse 8. Therefore, success for a Christian is obedience to the will and ways of God. Now, one might be tempted to assent to this truth individually but deny its application to organizations. But on what basis? If the God revealed in the Bible is the creator of everything, then everything must find its meaning and purpose in relationship with the creator. Therefore, both organizations and individuals must be subject to the same definitions of success. Consequently, if success is defined by obedience to the will and ways of God, organizational success must be defined likewise. Now, let's be clear on the meaning of obedience. In John 17, 4, Jesus used his life as the model for the definition of obedience. We know that Jesus lived solely to do the will of the Heavenly Father according to the ways of the Father. Just see Luke 22, verse 42, Matthew 4, 4, John 5, 19, and John 12, 50, just to name a few texts. For Jesus, obedience was alignment with the will and ways of God. As disciples of Jesus, we must embrace the same definition. But what is the will of God? I understand the term will of God to mean the divinely ordained specific work assignments for each individual and organization. Given a sovereign creator in control of his creation who is executing a meta-narrative, then every person and every organization must have a divinely defined assignment. Now what is meant by the term ways of God? This refers to the specific means and methods of how God wishes his will to be expressed. The way of God flows from a Christian business philosophy that leads to principles revealed primarily in specific revelation and secondarily in general revelation. These principles are inculcated in best practices that produce results aligned with the will and ways of God. Therefore, a biblical philosophy of business can be defined as alignment with the will and ways of God 
both individually and organizationally. Now, not surprisingly, Scripture intimates this definition. For example, consider James chapter 4, verses 13 through 15, which reads as follows in the New King James Version. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell, and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. The context of this passage is a discussion about humility. James explained what humility looks like in business. Humility is expressed by seeking the will and by implication the ways of God about developing and executing business plans. In other words, business planning is a process of discerning the will of God. Every organization, past, present, and future, operates according to either a written or an oral business plan. A business plan is the overarching roadmap for what organizations do and how they function. Clearly, James in the above text expressed that the only humble way to function, individually and organizationally, is to align with the will and ways of God. Therefore, there can be no higher or greater philosophy of business than alignment with the will and ways of God. This makes business planning a spiritual exercise of discerning the will of God. And it makes business training the process of learning the ways of God. It makes leadership the process of leading people into the will and ways of God and makes management the function of maintaining alignment with the will and ways of God. And since the Bible is the greatest revelation of the ways of God, the Bible must be the handbook for individual and organizational behavior. Therefore, from a Christian worldview, a sound business philosophy can only be defined in terms of maximizing alignment with the will and ways of God. That is, the kingdom of God. Consequently, the true bottom line is not financial profit. Though God values profit and expects individuals and organizations to be profitable, rather the true bottom line is to measure the degree of alignment with the will and ways of God individually and organizationally, knowing that this is profitable in both this existence and the next. Accordingly, money or profit will simply be a byproduct obedience to the king and alignment with his kingdom. And whatever financial profit comes from this alignment is to be used individually and organizationally to maximize alignment with the kingdom of God.